0: A Gut Nair Shabbos, so begin again share number sixteen, Robert Klishkin safer on kindness. And he goes now into the Klal of Hillel, from Shabbos, that he says that whatever you dislike, don't do to others. And godel and the rest is just commentary. And um we need to ask ourselves that all the time. It's a big practical claw. Would I want someone to say something similar to me? Before you say something, you think that. Before you begin a business practice, how would I feel if someone did this to me? You want to pay a, play a practical joke on another person. Would I prefer that someone else not do something similar to me? Everyone's different from each other. And even if we wouldn't mind if someone said something to us, we should still not say that to someone else who may be hurt or offended by those words. It could be that you find something humorous while the other person will find it painful. So you really need to see what the other person, um, you know, his sensitivities. And um, so that's why it's important to know, and he says this, and the Mepharsham say this, that Hill's rule does not allow you to automatically do things to others that you wouldn't mind yourself. No. Rather, it's just a general guideline to make us more sensitive to potential distress and pain of others. But even if you wouldn't mind something, but if you sense the other person would mind, you need to hold back and not do that. And you build up the awareness of what you would not want others to do to you, and that does create a sensitivity. Every time someone says or does anything that you find distressful, immediately add that to your mental database and say, I'll never do that to anyone else. Um, doesn't say this in the Safer, but I remember the, from Ramosh's biography that uh, I'm not sure if it was a Rebbe or, 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 or you know made fun of something he mispronounced. And uh, he remembered that and he felt it deeply, and he made a commitment then: never chalilah to embarrass anyone else. To so use that embarrassing moment to decide, I'm not never going to be doing this, subject anyone else to this. And that is one of the commitments that he had to treat everyone with a special sensitivity. You were yelled at as an employee. Ploy, employee, then you became an employer. You need to sense, feel that what your employer once yelled at you and you say, as an employer, um, I'm not going to do the same thing. So here's a few examples that he gives. I used to keep people waiting. Then I noticed how annoyed I became when others made me wait. This motivated me to become more prompt. Another example. I became impatient when people asked questions that I thought they should know on their own. Then someone responded rudely to a question I asked. From then on, I made a special effort to be more respectful to others who asked me questions. Another example, I am curious and tend to ask a lot of personal questions. I encountered someone who asked me questions that I wouldn't think of asking others. This gave me a general awareness that I should be carefully weigh what I ask in order not to offend anybody. And then, another example, when guests came to my home, I would insist that they eat. I was at someone else's home and didn't have an appetite, and they kept repeating, please eat, please eat, please eat. And I said I wasn't hungry, and they were persistent. Now I say, perhaps you would like something to eat. and But when I got a negative response, I wouldn't persist anymore. And one other example he gives, I used to tap my fingers on the table. After thinking about Hillel's principle, I noticed that it annoyed me when others tapped on the table. So I made a strong resolution to stop, and I lo- no longer have this habit. So very often, and this is, by the way, a big side of how to learn from negative experiences. There's no excuse. I'm not making excuses for people who treated you wrongly, or who embarrassed you, or mistreated you, or did something wrong. They should not have done that. But safe, safe, if it already happened to you, and you were subjected... To negative behaviors that other that others inflicted upon you. So whatever other lessons, which is not the that is not the topic of this year, but one the that you could learn from this is is take that negative experience, that negative feeling, and say to yourself, "I am going to make sure never to repeat such a behavior. I see how hurtful it was to me to be treated that way." I will make sure never to treat somebody else the same way. I will not do it. And, and, and that's a very big, important concept. Someone was bullied in school, you know, I, and, and it should never happen. Well, it should never happen. But he makes a commitment. I will never do anything like that to anyone else. I will never inflict harm like that to anybody else. And so on and so forth. And that's one of the lessons: how we could uplift a negative experience that already happened, that was inflicted upon you, and it develops a sensitivity for you to make sure that you know you're not going to repeat this and not going to do this again. And it's a tremendous lesson, this Hilla lesson that we say all the time and we read in Hazal. what is harmful for you to, to others don't what, don't you know what is harmful to what you don't like don't do to others. But it has. Billions of practical applications in real life, day in and day out, day in and day out, and 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 the more we um, are sensitive to it, the more we'll be able to use our chesed to help others, and all and, and certainly not to inflict on them pain um, that would they would feel uh, by by. your behavior when you realize you felt pain when you received that behavior so you're not going to do that to anyone else have a wonderful shabbos